Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. Here it is in the King James Version. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work that you may be perfect and entire, lacking nothing. That's beautiful. Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is the joy of tribulation. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Shedding Shackles, program dedicated to reducing stress, or to put it another way, actually, I should put it another way. There is an interesting passage in the Bible, it says, and it's James, and he says, count it all joy when you encounter trials and difficulties, because they test your faith and Make your faith perfect. I didn't say it quite right, but be glad and count it a blessing when you encounter various trials and tribulations and difficulties and hard times and difficult people because they test your patience, try your patience. And when your patience is not found wanting, I'm using a little bit of poetic license here to say it a little differently, to help bring it to life for you. It's not just a memorized thing. You know, some people memorize something and then they just say it over and over and over, and they don't even have to think about it. Well, we do want to think about it. You want to see it, not just say it, but also see it. So let me say it again. James says, be glad and count it a blessing when you encounter difficult people, the stress of difficult people and situations, because the testing, the trying of your patience, when your patience doesn't fail, then your patience grows stronger. You become more patient and you grow in character. And it's a benefit for everyone. It's a benefit for you because you grow in patience, in calmness, in character, in poise, and in wisdom. See, when you become impatient, it means that you are reacting to something. You know, the salesman doesn't react to the customer. The salesman needs the customer to react to him or her, correct? Well, how can you positively affect a situation when you're reacting to it? And reacting with impatience is not good. And the reason why is because, first of all, the other person senses the impatience. And they probably react to your impatience. When you're impatient with your children, they react to it. They feel hurt. Or, eventually, they become resentful or disappointed in you. 
and judge you for your impatience eventually. They judge you because they can see that there's no love. If you had love, you wouldn't become impatient. If you had love, if you were connected to the source of love, which of course is God, then you would have endless patience. You would not become impatient. You would simply remain patient. And no matter what they did, no matter what they said, you would remain patient and they would see that. And it would be beautiful because they would see something they may have never seen before in anyone. They would see love expressed in a tangible way as patience. See, most of the time when you give things to people, it's out of guilt. See, they ask you for something and you resent. They're asking you and then you feel guilty and then you give. And sometimes you give too much to assuage the guilt. Or you're impatient with your kids and then you feel guilty and then you're too nice. See, and you give them stuff and you let them play video games and so on and so forth. And you let them walk around with their iPhone and do too much socializing because you're guilty. And you get to the point you can hardly even speak up it to them anymore and point things out because whenever you do, you're impatient and you don't want to see your impatience. You don't want to see it. You don't want to admit that you're impatient, that you don't have love. See? So once again, if you could find the source of patience, if you could find and have it as an abiding presence and be connected to it. See, when you're impatient, when you react and become emotional, it disconnects you from your inner ground of good. It disconnects you from God. Let's put it that. In a sense, you could say that. It's like pulling the plug from the wall. You pull the plug and the thing is disconnected. Well, when you react emotionally, excitedly, resentfully, impatiently, angrily to anything, it means that you are being separated from that inner source. The answer is to find this inner source of patience. It's not your patience, it's God's patience. Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. I'm also a pianist and played all of the music that you hear on Shedding Shackles, such as the one you're hearing now, Rise Up, Shepherd, and Follow, in an arrangement by Jack Schrader. In my job as a collaborative pianist, music helps me be seen and heard. Thanks for listening. You can listen to other kinds of piano music by listening to our past programs. Simply go to SheddingShackles.com and click on the icon Listen. Well, when you react emotionally, excitedly, resentfully, impatiently, angrily, to anything, 
it means that you are being separated from that inner source and you become unplugged, so to speak. Now you don't have any, you don't have love, you don't have patience, and you become totally destabilized. And the only thing you can do is compensate. You immediately become empty and disconnected. You don't have it. You don't have whatever it is that you need. You don't have it anymore, so you have to compensate. So you pretend to be nice. You pretend to be helpful. You pretend to have love. You pretend to be patient. You pretend to be sincere. You pretend to care. See? Or not wanting to see your impatience. You don't want to see the inner void. You don't want to see your lack. You don't want to see your inadequacy. And so you escape into something. So you become the person who totally is always giving themselves, picking up every stray dog, volunteering for the homeless, giving all your money away, spending all your time devoting yourself to whatever. See, you, you don't know how to do things in moderation or how to say no. You give yourself and you give too much. But when you do that, what happens? They take advantage. And you spoil them. And then after that, you resent them when you see that they're spoiled and your love didn't do them any good. See? It's all a compensation. So what's the answer? The answer is to find this inner source of patience. It's not your patience. It's God's patience. And when you abide in Him, then you have that abiding presence of patience. And you, when you encounter another person, you watch, you wait, and if something comes to you out of, what does it say? What did Christ say? Out of the goodness, out of the fullness of the heart. You know, the mouth speaks, something like that. So you have a fullness of the heart because God is there. He is the fullness. See, if something comes to you to say, then you say it. If nothing comes to you, then you don't say anything. But you don't become unglued. You don't become impatient. And they see love. Okay? But now here's the beautiful thing. Let patience have its perfect work, is also what James says. So what is the perfect work of patience? It's twofold. Number one, what did Shakespeare say? Mercy. He was talking about mercy, and he said, It falleth as a gentle dew from heaven. It is twice blessed. It blesses him who gives and him who receives. And likewise, patience. Patience blesses the person who is patient, and it blesses the person who sees the patience. You see? So, it's a beautiful thing, this patience. It blesses the person who is patient, because as you are patient, you grow in character. Let me repeat it again. 
my brethren. We could also say my brothers and sisters. I like that. My brothers and sisters, count it all joy when you fall into various temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect, lacking nothing. Now, when I said it, I think I said the trying of your patience. But did you know that faith and patience are basically the same thing? When you have faith, then you don't have anxiety. You don't have worry. You know you have wisdom. You see clearly. When you see clearly that other people are misguided, when you see clearly that they can't help themselves, how can you be impatient with them? When you see that they don't understand, how can you be impatient with them? You can't. So, by faith, you see, you have wisdom, you understand, and then the natural result of that is patience. It's so beautiful. Listeners in New York are getting the 15-minute version of this program. To hear the whole 30-minute program, go to SheddingShackles.com or GetReadyToPray.com. Roland would love to hear from listeners. Let him know how much you enjoy listening to Shedding Shackles. Send him an email today to Roland at SheddingShackles.com. You can also send him a letter or donation through the mail to Roland Trujillo, spelled T-R-U-J-I-L-L-O, 1556 Fitzgerald Drive, number 217, in Pinole, California, zip code 94564. Again, Roland Trujillo, 1556 Fitzgerald Drive, suite number 217, Pinole, California, 94564. And if you'd like to just leave him an encouraging message, his listener comment line is 510-455-8851. Again, 510-455-8851. And let him know how much you enjoy listening to Shedding Shackles. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. Now, look what has happened to you and to most people. They grow. See, humans are always growing. They grow in the image of what's outside. You take a nice young person and put him in a corporate environment, and a few years later, you don't even recognize him. Take a nice kid and let him go off to the public school and experience all the tease and the cruelty and the bullies and the playground. And years later, you may not even recognize him. See, so what happened? The person began to change. Take a nice kid and all of a sudden there is a neighborhood good for nothing who he is enamored with. See, some neighborhood gang leader or tough guy or something, and soon your kid is totally caught up with this other person. 
And after that, your kid sees you as the enemy. You try, you try to separate him from that no good person who he's hanging around with, who's having a bad influence. Oh, there's the term, a bad influence. Any good parent, or any, let's put it this way, any parent who has any common sense at all, which is a very rare commodity nowadays, but if any parent has any a modicum, an iota of common sense, they know that letting their kids associate with bad influences is not good for the kid. They know that. Any parent knows that. Any parent with common sense knows that. Well, because bad influences affect us and change us. You see? So it's very important who we associate with. Now, Christ, Christ could go out in the world and he could associate, he could be around, you know, in modern terminology, he could be around gang members and drug dealers and prostitutes and all kinds of rotten people. And you know what? Didn't affect him at all. He affected them. They didn't affect him. Why? Because he abided in the Father and the Father in him. He had mental distance, he had patience, he had love, in other words. Nothing affected him, but he affected others. You see? So if you have love, then you could do that. But you, but look, your kids are immature. They're not old enough yet. They're not ready yet. See, they haven't found it yet. And you probably haven't found it either. An intimate relationship with the Creator so that goodness flows through you, patience comes through you, love comes through you, and nothing affects you. See, you remain steadfast, always cheerful, always helpful, but in a sense, a bit distant, a bit neutral, and sometimes you can be stern, but mostly just friendly and uh, happy-go-lucky. But things don't affect you, just like Alfred E. Newman used to say. What? Me worry? See? Or like Mr. Magoo. A long time ago, there was a cartoon. It was a Mr. Magoo. Mr. Magoo couldn't see very well. So all these things were happening around him. He didn't even notice them. He just, he just went through life and uh, nothing bothered him. Another good example is Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny said, what's up, Doc? Chewing on his carrot? Nothing bothered him. Yosemite Sam was always getting upset, becoming angry, being impatient. Bugs Bunny was always calm. You have to become more like Bugs Bunny and less like Yosemite Sam. Right now, if you're like the average person, you are like Yosemite Sam. You may hide it on, on the outside. You may look calm and composed and nice. But it's an act. Inside, what's going on inside? You're nervous. You're angry. You're resentful. You're judgmental. See, a lot of people go around doing a slow burn, and then they wonder why, why it affects their health. They wonder why they are nervous and why they are tense. Why should you be tense? See, there's no reason for being tense. You know, most 
of us live in a fairly decent physical environment. You have a, a home with a roof over your head. You have running water and a refrigerator and heat and air conditioning, and you have a nice car, and you go to work in a nice place. Everything is nice. You sit in your car, and maybe there's a little bit of traffic. All right, so there's traffic, but so what? Your car has a nice air conditioner. You can listen to music or listen to talk in a nice, quiet little environment in your car. Why, you should be in a traffic jam, and when you arrive at work or arrive at home, you should be home, more relaxed than when you left after having sat on a nice, soft chair in your car, listening to music and enjoying the nice ambiance and perfect climate-controlled temperature in your car. Do you understand? Now, maybe if you're out in the jungle and here comes a lion, all right, or here comes a wild boar, or here comes a boa, constrictor snake, all right, maybe that's a reason to be tense. But in our modern environment, there's no reason for it. So obviously, inside, you're not handling things right. So what you need is back to basics, back to boot camp, back to spring training. You have to learn how to be truly calm, not pretending to be calm, but really calm. And that's what this program, Shedding Shackles, is uh, all about. See, I want to help you to be able to not get upset in the first place. See, what most of us do is we get upset, and then we have to try to get rid of the symptoms. No, the answer is to not get upset in the first place. You have to find that capacity so that you affect others for the good, and the others don't affect you. So that's your task, if you will. Call the listener call-in line at 510-455-8851. That's 510-455-8851. Leave your name, the city you're calling from, and your message. And Roland may answer your question on the air. Are you interested in the contemplative life? If so, read Roland's book. Contemporary Contemplation with Reflections on Miguel de Molinos. Roland's book includes an introductory treatise and a complete annotated edition of The Spiritual Guide by Miguel de Molinos. To find out more, go to SheddingShackles.com and click on the icon Books. See, I want to help you to be able to not get upset in the first place. See, what most of us do is we get upset, and then we have to try to get rid of the symptoms. No, the answer is to not get upset in the first place. You have to find that capacity so that you affect others for the good, and the others don't affect you. So that's your task, if you will. So I think you can see that in order to do this, you need some basic training. Somehow you haven't gotten it. You went to college. You went to divinity school. 
You went to grad school. You have had seminars. You went to Sunday school. You read books. You listened to lectures. See? But somehow, you still haven't gotten it. You have to get it. It's find a way to be calm so that you don't become upset in the first place. I'll give you a couple of secrets. Number one, watch out for resentment. Resentment immediately destabilizes you and then you can be easily made impatient or made nervous or made tense or made anxious or made fearful or start and then start to worry and to doubt and to fear. See? Watch out for resentment. All right. And you know about anger. Yeah, you do have some control over your anger. But the way to have control over your anger is to not become resentful in the first place. There is a clue for you. I'll just give you a little clue. If you didn't become resentful, then you would not become angry. If you didn't become resentful, you wouldn't become antsy and nervous and impatient. And along with resentment, let's include the term judgment. Judgment. So watch out for resentment and judgment. All right. So I think I've given you some good information here. You need to get started. And if you want to get started, you can go to SheddingShackles.com. I've got some good resources there, especially the uh, meditation. It's very helpful. Help you to be a better Christian. Like I was saying in the last program, and I may say it again. I may run the little announcement again. It's hard to be a good Christian when you're angry, when you're upset, when you're impatient, when you're nervous. But if you were calm, then you could express the goodness, see, within. If you are glued to the outside, reacting to the outside, focused on the outside, involved with the outside, being affected by the outside, you are disconnected from the inner, so you can't flow from the inner because you're disconnected from it. All right? So, back to basics. If you need help, Go to SheddingShackles.com. Take a look at some of the resources there. Could do you a world of good. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. 
Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.